So just a fair warning to everybody, we are not responsible for whatever we're about to say because we may say some regrettable things. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we probably just have a lot of feelings that are about to come out in this episode. So yes. just a fair warning. Thanks. Hi, welcome back to Girls at Lunch Podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Jennifer. How are you? Good, how are you? I could be better. Um, yeah, did some crying today. <laughs> oh, I did too, but oh, probably you? not for you. Mine's probably a lot funnier. Okay, what's yours? <laughs> Let's okay. start with the funny one first, then we'll get to the so, sad one. So, there's this homeless guy who's friends <laughs> with Doctor because they went to school together. <gasps> That's really sad. No, that's not the sad part. He comes in every now and then, but during work hours, I've always told him, your schedule appointment is Tuesday at 10. We're not open Tuesday at 10. This way he can show up and nobody sees him. Today, he walks in and I was like, oh no, your appointment's Tuesday at 10, so we'll see you then. And he looked at me, he goes, I know today's not Tuesday. And I was like, I know, but doctor's busy. And he goes, don't talk to me like I'm fucking R word and illiterate. And I was like, excuse me? And he goes, I'll punch in your fucking face, you fat fucking bitch. And I was like, I mean, I know I'm fat, but fuck. So like. You don't have to be rude about it. I know. So like, he said all that and he left. And then doctor, of course, doctor heard all that. Thank God we didn't have any patients at the time. I literally just unlocked the door like five minutes before that. So he goes outside and he's yelling at doctor saying I disrespected him. And I was angry. Because there's nothing I can do. And one, I was terrified because you can tell he was drunk. And um, thank you. <laughs> you can tell he was drunk. And I was like, after that happened, me and Trish were looking at each other. And I was like, oh, my God. There, you've seen the office. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to protect me if no. he decided he wanted to run around and attack me. No. And, you know, I'm a big fucking crybaby. So I was upset about that and then of course doctor came in and he talked to me and i was really upset with him because it's his fault that homeless guy is there okay first of all is he actually see him tuesdays at 10 yes for free yes oh that's really sweet and i mean it's nice but it's he's taking advantage of doctor and he literally will come four or five times a day And he's, prior to this, he's always been nice. But I told doctor, he was like, if you're upset, just tell me. And I said, I am because I felt threatened and I felt like I was in danger. Do Mm -hmm. I feel like he would have killed me? No. Do I feel like he would have ran around the corner, jumped over the counter and beat the shit out of me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why I cried. (laughs) Yeah, that's upsetting. But what he said is kind of funny. (laughs) Piece of shit. (laughs) I can totally like imagine some of those. I looked at Trish and I was like, why do they always got to go for that? She goes, what do they not think we're fat? I was like, what was he expecting? Like, oh, how dare you call me fat? Like, homeboy, I know I'm fat and I'm a bitch. Like, and what? What? <laughs> Get out of here. I didn't disrespect you. You ain't telling me anything I don't already know. Right? <laughs> Every morning in the mirror, I tell myself the same damn things. <laughs> I talk to my fat belly. I don't care. That's, <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, told you it was funny. Hilarious. That is really funny. That's actually, it's not. <laughs> not what you expected? No. Especially and when I started talking about doctor's friends with this homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> weird that he's i mean not it's not weird it's actually really sad that that yeah, they were I friends mean, in yeah. school and now he's homeless i'm sure he feels some type of way yeah like he feels kind of responsible but just like i like the only reason i think i cried is because after it all settled in i was like oh my god he really could have attacked me mm-hmm. and i don't know what he has you know they're not clean and i'm not trying to be mean yeah but I'm not trying to get any diseases. <laughs> I don't want the clap. I don't. Not from his fingernails. <laughs> so that's why I cried Aww, today. Oh, that's sad. Well, <laughs> mine's way different. I know. I, but at least you got all the laughs in. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> um, so I cried today because um, Dale... Uh, 
was texting me, asking me about like Miralax for Connor. And then I gave him the dose and everything like that that he had to give him. Mm-hmm. And then he said, um, I'm probably going to need your social, social security number because I'm going to file today. Yeah. So I responded with my social security number. <laughs> like the petty bitch. <laughs> it's sad though. It is sad. I think that's that was upsetting to me. And it wasn't because like I didn't want it to happen because I do. Like I'm I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to move on. But the thing is is that like like how did I get to this point? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the sad part to me is because he went from my very best friend Someone that I told literally everything to, I talked to all the time, I lived with, I shared the same bed with, like, I have a son with, like, to a stranger. hmm And it really sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. It's not going to be easy, even if it, well, maybe if it was, like, a couple years from now that he just dragged it out. Yeah. It wouldn't be so sad. But it's literally a chapter in your life that's ending. Yeah. You know, unless you were the one who were like, left him, you knew you wanted to be done with it. I don't think mm-hmm. it would be sad for you. Yeah. But that's not what you wanted. Yeah. I mean, you're okay with it now, but two months ago, that's not what you wanted. Yeah, exactly. And it's so, it, it just, it really sucks. But my friend Colin came over and made me feel better, so. Good. Yeah. He, I, he texted me like, good morning and he was like, how are you? I'm like, I'm sad. And he's like, why? What's wrong? I told him, he was like, oh, I'm sorry. He goes, do you want me to stop by on my way to work? And I said, yes. Aww. So he actually just left. Oh, that's good. Like, I mean, at least you have somebody here. Yeah. And he, he came over and made me laugh because he's really funny. So oh, that's good. Yeah. But he's like, I'll, I'll stop by because he works for um, a police department <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in the region. and Somewhere in Kern County. Somewhere in Kern County. <laughs> And, um, he was like, if I bring anybody, um, to jail, like, I'll, I'll stop by again. It's like, okay. Thank oh, you. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So, but it was kind of crappy day, but trying to look at it from the bigger picture and he's not, right now at least, he's not somebody that I see myself with or I want to be with. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's not mature enough for me. He's not the person that I need in my life. You know, I need somebody that's going to be attentive and listens to me and takes what I have to say seriously. Yeah. So, and he's not that person right now. But you know what you want, so you know what you're looking for. Yeah, I just need more attention. Like, and I'm, <laughs> and I don't mean like texting, but. I need face-to-face time. What do you think your, what is it called? Um, love languages. You think that's what it is? My, yeah, I think my love language is like, I think words of affirmation that's and. That's definitely mine. Um, quality time. But I totally understand the whole words of affirmation. I don't know if I have any other love languages. Mm-hmm. I just like to be told. I was going to say how great I am. That's not what I like to be told. I mean, we all like that. <laughs> I know. But no, I like to be told that you love me and that you, you're you always going to be with me. And mm-hmm. that's just what I like. Yeah. That's what makes me happy. That's what makes me feel loved. Yeah, for sure. That, was, that makes me feel happy too. Like even when people tell me I'm a good nurse, like I'm like, oh, yes, thank you. Well, I mean, you, you are, though, but... Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, it's like, it makes but you feel good. It does make you feel yeah, good. Yeah, same thing at work. When I told mm-hmm. I'm doing a good job, it makes me feel great. Mm-hmm. Like Exactly. But, so there's that. My mom also has COVID. <gasps> oh, yeah. no. Yeah, so sorry you don't feel good, Mom. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. She's doing fine, though. I called her yesterday. I'll probably call her tonight just to double check that she's not on a ventilator <laughs> but i called her yesterday and she sounded a lot better than she, what she had good but, yeah so but um yeah there was something else i needed to tell you and i totally forgot what it was but um 
Yeah. So I got you Dutch Brothers. This is my first time ever having Dutch Bros and so it's so good. good. I want to drink it, but I'm not trying to like gulp I know. On the if mic. you guys hear that. Oh, I should have brought you straw. That's okay. Um, No, that would be smart because then I can drink mine too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's called a Golden Eagle is what I got her and it's so good. My coworker Veronica introduced me to the Golden Eagle, which our other coworker jennifer introduced her so Mm -hmm. yeah it was so stinking good and my other co-worker um michael introduced me to another one called campsite and that one's really good too it has like this um like chocolate bottom it's so delicious but yeah they are so so good now i have a question Mm -hmm. i've seen a lot of videos on tiktok that are making jokes of Dutch Brothers drive through that when you go through, they pretty much ask you your whole life story. Is that true? No. Oh. I mean, I've gone through, I think, like three times, and that's never happened. You didn't make a best friend? No. That's what everybody makes. Well, maybe it's just California. Nobody likes to be friends with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, just shut up and move on. I know. Yeah, no, uh, that has not happened to me. Remember how I used to drink Starbucks religiously? Uh-huh. I don't drink it anymore. I drink Dunkin' Donuts now. Oh, really? See, I've moved to uh, Dutch Brothers. I freaking love Dunkin'. Yeah, I'm... Mm-mm. Well, I think I like the one that like Trish got me. Mm-hmm. It was like an ice macchiato with butterscotch, which they don't have no more, toasted almond, and vanilla. And it's really good. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah my really friend good. Veronica, or my coworker, well, friend, she's a friend. Um, she she got me my first Dunkin' Donuts like coffee, mm-hmm. and it was good. I just there's other I think better. She's also getting me into like different um iced coffees from Starbucks too. That's well, we me and Trish only do uh, Dunkin', but we and plus it's like right down the street from mm-hmm. where I work. So, how they have, like, different swirls and different flavor shots. So, we always do, like, different combinations of things. Oh, cool. They have a blueberry that we want to try next. Mm. So, I'm like, oh, I'm excited to try that. Fine. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Nothing else in your life? Um, no? No. My kids started homeschool. Well, you know, this is their second time homeschooling. But we're reading um, The Outsiders. Look, I have it in my purse. Oh, Did you're you reading read it too. Yeah, because I have questions for them oh. to ask because I want to make sure they're actually reading it. Mm-hmm. So I go through and see, like, oh, it fell out, but it's like a question oh. of the part that I read. So I'll just save that for later. Cute. Do you like to read? I love reading. Really? I, yeah, I have a Kindle at home. I have the Kindle app on my phone. I will read um, before I started reading this with my kids. When I would have downtime at work, I would mm-hmm. open up my Kindle and read. I, oh, wow. I, I don't didn't know that about you. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I love reading. I've been, well, obviously reading since I was little, but like actually <laughs> reading, reading. I think started, we've all been reading since we're little. <laughs> but like reading for fun started in high school. Oh, wow. Or no, crazy. seventh grade, because in seventh grade we had to read books for school. <laughs> and this was one of the books we had to read. Oh, okay. So I remember reading it. So I had my kids reading it. We're barely on chapter three three no four we just did chapter we're doing chapter four today and they love it so far that's awesome yeah so what's it about um it's about like a 1950s they're called greasers which is like the bad boys Mm -hmm. they're like the people who are poor don't have parents in and out of jail and then the other ones are called they're they're socials but for short they call them sosh and they're like the rich kids and the rich kids drive around beating up the greasers. And right now where we're just at their names, you're going to love the names. The main character's name is Pony Boy. And then his friend, they call him Johnny Cakes. There's another one they call Two Bit. Pony Boy's two brothers. One is Dairy, which is short for Daryl. And then Soda Pop. And then there's um, Steve and Dally, which is short mm. for Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah. That yeah, so- sounds interesting. Right now in chapter four, Ponyboy and Johnny got jumped by those uh, rich kids. I hate saying the word sosh. The rich kids and Johnny killed one of them. So now they're running away. 
Oh no. It's a really good book. Like I said, I remembered it from Maybe I should read seventh it. Seventh grade. I'm not a huge reader. Oh, I love to read. Really? Mm-hmm. I just can't I don't know. I I think I just need like a good visual. Like if it had pictures. <laughs> Give me a children's book. Give anything. me a children's book. I'm good. <laughs> no. Um. Uh, well, speaking of like entertainment, I watched Jailbirds on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the jail version of like a Beverly Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much fucking drama. Oh it's my God, hilarious. I love that. I gotta watch that. And it's like stuff that I would have never thought. Like, mm-hmm. like okay, the the thing that i thought was the weirdest was it's it's about a um a jail in sacramento Mm -hmm. and which for i guess well we gotta explain it to the countries that listen to us (laughs) sacramento is our capital of california um and so it's a jail up there and it's part of it's like the women's part and then part is the men's part and i think the men are on the top floors and the women are on the bottom floors Mm -hmm. and it's it's like a oops sorry it's like a tower and these fucking people talk to each other through the toilet that's crazy and disgusting Yeah, I mean, definitely disgusting, but that's crazy that they can that do that. That they can do that. I know. So I they, thought you were going to say, like, the vents. No, the toilets. How? Okay, so they take the water out of the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And we all know what jail toilets look Ugh. like. Insert gag sound here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they take the water out of the toilets, and they like knock on the side of the toilet and somebody responds and then they can take like um the toilet paper rolls uh-huh. and put them up to their mouth and put that part to the like whole part of the toilet Ooh. i know they just talk like that oh that's so funny well i mean no the i'm w- like that's gross now but if i were in jail for fucking the rest of my life i would probably do it. i would probably do it too I know. <laughs> but the worst part is is that they do this thing called fishing where mm-hmm. they take apart their shirts like their cotton shirts so you know when you take apart your cotton shirt it's like real stretchy mm-hmm. and it ends up being really long they do that and they tie a bunch of them together and at the end they put spoons Okay. Okay. Then they put whatever contraband or letter or they even put chips, <laughs> like bags of chips. Are you going to tell me they send it through the toilet pipes? Yeah. Oh my God. Isn't that <laughs> gross? They send it through the toilet pipes. <laughs> they yeah. just shove it down there and then they flush a few times and it just fucking goes. And the other person does the same thing. So their spoons get tangled and then one who's trying to receive the items just pulls it through the pipes and this girl was like in a relationship with some guy on the eighth floor and (laughs) (laughs) because they were talking through the toilet and so his like little buddy friend was like uh needed to get her a letter from homeboy and so he's like they're doing their thing and she's pulling up this like shirt <laughs> the toilet and there's literal shit on it. Oh my god. Isn't that disgusting? That's fucking gross. Especially okay, the letter, whatever. But spoons <laughs> Well, I don't know what they're using the spoons for. But chips yeah, isn't that gross? Yes. And it showed, like, they said chips, and then it showed this girl with an open bag of chips just fucking eating oh. it. <laughs> like, that's so gross. That's disgusting. Uh, isn't it gross? That's It's so disgusting. But, like, so fucking smart, too. It is really smart, but so disgusting. Yeah, fucking hella disgusting. Got it? This one girl's like, that's so gross. Like, I don't understand. And they call it toilet talking. <laughs> Our new podcast name. Toilet talking. Oh, yeah. That's such a good name. But, yeah, I thought that was that was hilarious. I It's only six episodes, but there are six very great episodes. That's hilarious. I'm going to have to watch that now. Yeah, it was, it was oh phenomenal. I learned so much. 
Too bad you don't live in a two-story house. We can try it out. I know, right? <laughs> I'm not scooping out toilet water. I'm not no, lying. that's fucking gross. That's so disgusting. <laughs> Anywho. Well, let's get to the topic. Oh, my God. Working with the devil himself. Mm-hmm. Should we start off with um, how we both got hired? Yeah, I actually had a legit interview, though. Like, I had a real interview with a real D.O.N. at a real office. Oh, wow. It was legit. That's amazing. But I'll never forget the very first thing she said to me was, did you read the reviews? And I'm not going to lie, that's the second job I've ever been to that's told me that. And both were bad? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that should be a a red flag. Yeah. That's what they ask you during the interview. Have you read the reviews? Yeah. And I was like, uh, no, should I have? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. don't typically. <laughs> I know. But. So when did you start? Ooh, my first day was a Tuesday because they were off that Monday. So I started February of 2020, right okay. before the pandemic hit. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. It was mm-hmm. right before the pandemic. Yeah, because I, w- pr- prior to that, I was working at an OBGYN office, but I had to get out of there because she was literally going to make me commit suicide. That's how shitty she was. So I started there, and it still wasn't great for my mental health. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, they interviewed me, and my interview went really great. I met the receptionist, another coworker, and Laura. And then I met one of the RNs. Pretty sure she doesn't listen. Uh, what's her name? Jolene. No, not her. She was, wasn't was working there. The one who restarted when you started. Oh, well, not important. She was a princess. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Um, Her. And then uh, I left and I had to go to Delano because I had an appointment for something. And on my way back to Delano, or from Delano to Bakersfield, I got a phone call from them and they told me I was hired and asked if I can start in two weeks. And I said, yes, I can. Oh, wow. Yeah. I can't believe they said two weeks. Well, because I told them I was going to give two weeks. Oh, okay. Got it. When I gave my two weeks in, she's like, no, you need to give me a month. And I said, no, I don't. I gave my other job two weeks before I came here. She goes, well, that's different. And I'm like, bitch. Wait, a month? Like, are you talking? Lag said that? No, my job before I went to Lag's, they wanted, she wanted me to give her one month before I left. Oh, no, that's ridiculous. Two weeks is standard. Oh, my God. What was her name? Oh, well, not important. Yeah. It's, I'm going to remember it and then scream it into the mic. <laughs> Feel bad for all the people. Nia. Yeah, Nia. Okay. How did I not? How, how is it's like almost identical to mine. <laughs> how did we forget? Because she, she was not that important. No. That's why. Or impressive. Uh, yeah, she sucked. <laughs> yeah, she did. Anyways. Well, we worked at a, um, so for those who haven't really listened to the first episode, I guess, I don't think we went into detail what our job was. Oh, maybe was. we... Oh, yeah, because we, we were kind of... It was new and we were kind of scared. Yeah, and then uh, And couple, we both still worked there. Yeah, and a couple... When did we... Well, a couple months... No, I think about a month after we started was mm-hmm. when it closed down. Yeah. Yeah, because what it was... what was, It was like a spine and pain management center. Yes. They focused mainly on the spine. Yeah. Where we worked at. Where we worked at. Yeah, so they... They focused on the spine, and part of mine and Jennifer's job was to um, do pre- and Mm -hmm. post-op. I would do, like, IVs, and she would do, like, vitals, asking any history Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and it was all freaking repetitive. Oh, it was so repetitive. It didn't matter if you were there last week. We would ask you the same freaking questions. And it was... The, probably the easiest job I've ever had in my entire oh my. life. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so that's what we did. Um, and it was ran by this doctor, Dr. Lagatuda. Mm-hmm. And he owns several different clinics and surgery centers throughout from, California. Like San Francisco. No, from Portland all the way oh, down to um, Santa Maria. Oh, I didn't know it was in Oregon, too. Oh, no. They had clinics down in Lubbock, too. He had mm. clinics all throughout California. California. Yeah. yeah. And f- some in Florida. 
Yeah. And Jennifer and I, like, our home base was Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. However, we worked out of Visalia, Madeira. That's it, right? That's where you went. I would go to Merced, um, Modesto. I went to Oxnard. I used to go to Oxnard weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santa Maria, I would go there. Fresno, I would mm-hmm. go there, too. So yeah. I went to pretty much all the surgery centers. Okay. So I I just went to Madeira and Visalia. Yes. But I only went to Madeira twice. And then we used to go to Visalia every single Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. And um, yeah. And for me, my interview process was fine. I think it was pretty normal. Um, Did someone interview you like mm-hmm. a higher up or was Yeah, it, it was Denise. Oh, Denise was the director of nursing when I was getting hired. Mm-hmm. Um, she offered me a good rate for an LVN, which was $33 an hour. And mm-hmm. at the point that point in time, I was making $5 less at Hoffman. So it was a win-win for me. That's where they um, get you, the fucking money. Yeah, that is where they get you. Um, plus, I got to work with my friend Megan, which was great. Sorry if you hear my dog. He's itching his ear. Oh, poor baby. Um, but, yeah, so I got to work with my friend Megan, and that was great. And she's we like, met. Yeah, and we <laughs> met. And I remember walking in on my very first day. Mind you, this office was not in a good neighborhood. And for people that know Bakersfield, it was Q and 34th. Oh, God. And everybody knows the fast trip The fast trip. 34th yes. is scary as shit. It was directly behind... Um, the orchard, what is now the orchards or what people usually know as Lifehouse on 34th Street. Um, <laughs> it's all bingy. Um, so it's in a terrible, terrible neighborhood. Homeless, gang members, like you name it, it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember walking in and like going, oh my God, I'm so freaking terrified. And I knocked on the door and you... You slam it open, and I'm like, Leah? Yeah. And I was like, yes. You're like, hi, I'm Jennifer. I was like, oh, hi. The most annoying person in the world. Yeah. And then what's his name? Um, Kenneth. Kenneth. You good, buddy? Are you done? <laughs> Welcome, our third host, Benji. <laughs> right. um, yeah. And then Kenneth. Who was like, what did he tell me? He's like, he told me to basically like, like leave. leave. You don't want to be yeah, working. You don't want to work here. And me, I'm like, Kenneth, shut up. She's fine. And I was like, oh, we hi. need nurses. <laughs> and I was like, at first, I was like, he's weird. This guy's weird. Like, why would you say that? It's so strange. Because you didn't know. Like, I didn't a know. A week. No. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a week ago. A week before he got stuck with a needle and decided he was going to quit. Yeah. Yeah. And now I totally understand why. Um, and he's not crazy anymore because he had definitely had valid reasons. But, yeah, I thought that was so weird. Um, you guys trained me the best you could, but still. You like, were trained not- by M.A. Well, no, you were trained by uh, Megan, but Megan wasn't there long enough to train you. No. So you literally had to learn by From me you. and Laura, who are mm-hmm. M.A.s, who aren't nurses, mm-hmm. which not saying that we're less important than nurses. It's just we can only do so much. Mm-hmm. Say there's 100 things on the board. We can only do like 35 and you guys are allowed to do the 100 yeah. between us. Well, I mean, if there was RNs and everything, but I'm just yeah. talking about us. Yeah. And so it's like we can only show her so much. I couldn't show her how to do IVs. Thank God you knew how. But, you know, I couldn't train you on IVs. Mm-hmm. I couldn't train you on removing IVs. I couldn't, you know, train you on a lot of the stuff that they are med count. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah, so it's stuff like that. And, you know, thankfully Kelly did teach me a lot and so did Jolene. But it was still to me, like from what I was used to as a nurse, that was not training. No, it wasn't. At all. And I remember even telling Kelly one time when both of us were thinking about quitting, I said, as a nurse, like, this is your first job. I get that. Totally understand. Like, you don't know what it's like other places. But other places are not ran like this. My license and your license and the girls' license are all at stake every single day that we are here. Every single day. It's true. 
And I worked damn fucking hard for my license. And I mean, I cheated a lot, but (laughs) still, cheating takes work. (laughs) Um, But I worked really hard for my license, and I don't want to lose it because some dumbass doctor. Yeah. Well, my very first day, the receptionist called in, and that's how I started. I started out as a receptionist. So Laura, who didn't do reception, didn't know anything. And then the other girl just threw me to the wolves. And I literally had to do it on my own and try on my own. And And of course I messed up. Yeah. You know? And then the receptionist came in the next day, but she only worked half day because she was going to school. That's crazy. So I'm just like... Like, what do you do? So I taught myself so much stuff Mm -hmm. as a receptionist. Yeah, I was was lucky I had you guys. Yeah. Because... If yeah, I you were. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. But if I didn't, I I wouldn't have learned as much as I did. Well, with, you guys were very helpful for me. With Megan, Megan knew because I know she was there before. But still, when she came back down, she had to get a refresher from me and Laura. Mm-hmm. The nurse who trained Kelly ended up quitting like two days after training uh, Kelly. Oh, so we kind of had to pick up and show her how to do it, me and Laura. But thankfully... We had to travel to um, Oxnard, and there was an RN up there who trained Kelly. So she yeah. got the proper training. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's it's just, like, the training was horrendous. There was no, like, rhyme or reason to anything or, like, where you should be, what you should be doing. Um, it was just We literally awful. would make our own schedule. Yeah. We had no boss. Yeah, I mean, we zero. worked great. We got our work done. Mm-hmm. But I would show up at 6.30 so I can leave by 3. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? I'm not going to show up at freaking 8 o'clock and leave at 4.30. No, thank you. Yeah, like, we... That's true. We never, like... We never had a ran that, schedule. Yeah, we never ran that by anybody. No. like, hey, what, di- what time are you going to come in tomorrow? Oh, 7 o'clock. Okay, I'll be here around, like, 6.30 or so. Yeah. Like, it was, it was so... That's so weird now that I think... <laughs> We literally did not. I mean, we had a boss who was in, in Fresno or Modesto. Yeah, Modesto. But here we are in Bakersfield. Nobody was overseeing us. They tried to put an MA in charge of us. That shit didn't work out. Yeah. But. Which to me is an insult. No no offense Well, to, to you. you, yeah. But, but I mean, if it's all MAs, yeah, I can see an MA being in charge who's been there for a long time. Yeah. But And then they had MAs doing interviews. They had MAs giving shit they shouldn't be doing. Fucking counting meds. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time I went to um, Hayward, they were like, you need to count meds with us. And I looked at her and I said, no, I don't. Mm-mm. She goes, yeah, you do. And, of course, there was the fucking med missing. Who was handing out meds? Me. Who did they look to? me and i was like "Mm -mm." this i it was everybody was accounted for that i gave meds to Mm -hmm. there was somebody else there but they ended up just saying oh well waste it and i'm like "Mm." wow that's insane yeah but uh, it's just that job okay so there's that so that's kind of a little background of where we were at it was literally run by ma's and lvns Mm -hmm. yeah and The doctor had a bunch of other doctors underneath him. Thankfully, the baker sold doctor. It was Dr. Montero, and he was pretty decent. I mean, Mm -hmm. shit, we got lunch every day. All the time. Every day, and he always paid for it, which was so sweet of him. But And he was just, he was chill. But um, Dr. H, when I, you guys said you liked him. When I met him, he was a dick. He's a dick. He's a dick. But he was a good dick doctor Mm -hmm. that he was he would come out and talk to the patients yeah he would come out like uh, dr comrie he would come out and assess the patients too but he (laughs) also a dick yeah he was a dick too see but that's the thing they were dicks but they were good fucking doctors yeah and they were also the slowest ones beside dr lou doctor oh god i love dr lou you never got to meet him Mm -hmm. he was so in love with me I was his favorite. He, t- I told you he took a picture with me on his yeah. very last day. He Aww. knew he wasn't coming back. Yeah, but yeah, and they are like I'm not gonna take anything away from that. But like, two, just you don't have to be a, a dick in order yeah. to be a good doctor. Like right now, I work with the best doctor I've ever worked with ever, mm-hmm. and I've worked with a lot of doctors in my fifteen or whatever years I've been in the medical field, and. 
he is by far the best doctor and he is the nicest doctor he also is a huge advocate for his nurses like he does not give a fuck who you are if you disrespect his nurses he he will run you into the ground yeah like you do not do that and but what's crazy is i remember that time dr Connery. he we were in madeira yes madeira madeira and (laughs) the patient came in (laughs) and she was all pissed because she's like what was it like 20 minutes late or something like that no she was a whole 30 minutes late. oh yeah yeah and so and then she started yelling at you and she's like i want to talk to the doctor I know, you know, the girl who was there, I can't remember who, what her name was, uh, but she said she found it so funny when the lady was screaming at me and she's like, we've just been arguing here for 10 minutes. And I was like, ma'am, no, I have not been that arguing That was me. Oh, it was you. I thought it was the other girl. No, because I was standing there and you were like, ma'am, I'm not arguing with you. <laughs> I was like, yes, bitch, tell her. Because <laughs> you weren't, you were like the calmest person. Mm-hmm. And that's why, because, okay, just so everybody knows, we were in the back. We didn't have a receptionist that day. Laura and I were in the back. We were uh, pre and post oping patients. I think I was pre oping. She was post oping, and you were in the front being a receptionist. So they didn't have one. Yeah. So you were checking people in. This lady came in thirty minutes late, and that doctor, Doctor Comrie, like you're either before your time or you're fucking late. Like there's no in between. There's no. I'm here. Are my appointments at four o'clock? I'm here at four o'clock. I'm on time. No, like you need to be 20 minutes early. Like yes. that's just how he rolls. And which to me, I respect 100%. But Especially all the shit we had to do prior yes, to. Prior it would to take you. a good 20 minutes just to get them ready. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's if they didn't talk. Oh my God. And I got your IV on the first try. <laughs> but so he, so she was like, I'm just 30 minutes late. I'm just three minutes late. Well, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> but that's not how it works and i'm in the back and i'm listening because it's getting louder and louder and mm-hmm. all the patients are just shutting up and mind you we had a freaking line of patients because dr Comrie was sh- slow as shit yeah so we had to have at least what five patients back there yeah at least mm-hmm. and i remember at one point i did have people in every single chair mm-hmm. like in the pre and post-op room in the hallway like they were everywhere and um and everybody was ready (laughs) and so uh laura looks at me because i'm the only one like technically charged at that point i'm like bitch i'm still new (laughs) like just because i'm a day yeah just because i'm a nurse don't mean shit right now and so she's like yeah are you gonna take care of that i was like i think jennifer's handling it (laughs) I was like, she didn't, you didn't seem like you were in distress. No. And I got her rescheduled because I told her I can get you in with another doctor who's not going to give a shit if you're late. I can reschedule you. And the reason she was late is because her fucking driver picked her up late, which is a shitty fucking friend, which is what I wanted to tell her. Yeah. So she goes outside and then here comes her stupid little fucking friend Mm -hmm. screaming at me. And then Dr. Comrie came out and that's when Dr. Comrie was screaming. And she was like, oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I'll, um, I'll write it no or no she's i don't know what did yeah, she, she said it, she'll he was like well all these people in in the um in the waiting room just because you're late now you're gonna make all them late yeah and she goes well i'll write it i'll write an apology to everybody in here and he goes and that's gonna do what i know that's not gonna help anything because <laughs> so it wouldn't <laughs> did i tell you he called me not too long ago awkward why yeah. he's like did you finish my post op i know he was like did you do the post op no he called me because he found out we shut down but he needed he's just now finding out no he that. knew we were shut down but he needed somebody's number and he thought i might have had it i don't remember whose number he needed but it's dr like, lags to get his last check that Dr. Comrie did stick up for us. That is one thing I will say about him. He could have been a dick to us, but he did stick up for us yeah. and he was a good doctor. I remember like when, cause we were so frustrated because it was just you, me and Laura and we didn't know what to bring. We didn't know who had what, like mm-hmm. anything. So, um, we had to bring all of our own meds. We had to bring a mobile crash cart. We had to bring all of our supplies, supplies and blood talking- pressure cuffs, gowns, uh, Gloves, booties for the booties, feet, needles, everything. IV bags, IV everything. tubing, tubing, tube, 
tubing. That word. You know, we had to bring um, all kinds of shit. Everything. That we didn't need to, that sh- we, we should have had to bring. It should have been there. We had mm-hmm. to bring our own surgical scrubs. Like, it was fucking awful. And what pissed me off is we would always let them know, hey, we're coming back in a month, but this is what we're short on. And it'd be like, oh, I, oh, sorry. Oh, I ordered it, but I don't know if it's going to be there on time. Yeah. You fucking, you know we're coming every month. So yeah. why not just fucking order it? No, because what she was doing is ordering it and giving it to fucking Fresno. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have shit. Yeah. And so, like, I remember when he first got there, mind you, he was late. Mm-hmm. He gets there and he's like, do you guys have blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, nobody told us that we had to bring that. And The scrubs. Oh, yeah, the scrubs. And he goes, you guys should always know that I need scrubs. Don't assume that they have the size. Yeah. Shut up. And I'm like. (laughs) As we were all wearing our scrubs from Baker's. Yeah. And he just pissed me off so bad because I was frustrated because I'm like so stressed out because it was just us three. And we were on like, what, day two of us traveling that week. Or yeah, something. I think that that was Day that week where we did Madeira, Visalia, Madeira, Madeira. and yeah. then back to Bakersfield mm-hmm. for two days. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. That was such an awful week. You remember and, I called in because I was fucking crying in the break room. Yeah, my mental health was so it was awful. But yeah, so he he did. He said that. And I just like got to the point where I was like, I went to you. and I was like, I'm going to call a fucking Uber right now. I'm mm-hmm. Uber to my mom's house. I'm like, I'm not even that far. I'm 10 minutes away from my mom's house. Like, I will go there. And she the could day drive me had back. just started when mm-hmm. you said that. I will never forget that. Yeah. And I was so mad. And the only reason that the only reason why I stayed was because of you, Laura. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, if I leave, I fuck those two over. Yeah. Hardcore. It's just that place was so fucking unorganized it, it was. wasn't even funny it was so and it was dirty yeah it was so fucking dirty i probably still have uh pictures on my phone that i sent denise and jolene from that week that we went celia never got clean no either. never and there was there was like stains on the floor like bugs like it was disgusting there was gum stuck to the wall yeah it from was the very so start of visalia the, and we started in november November going to Visalia and um no December yeah we started in December going to Visalia and that gum was stuck to that wall all the way up until May yeah it was so gross it was so gross it always stunk and that was the patient's bathrooms yeah and then they would fucking overflow remember yeah oh my god I fucking hated that place oh my god it was awful and there was no like real like changing area it was just like a room with chairs And, and then, <laughs> remember, they wanted to stop paying us to travel. Yes. They wanted us to drive to Madeira, which was three hours away for free, work mm-hmm. for six hours, and then drive three hours back, which is bullshit because, like I told her, we were leaving our houses at, like, 3.30 so we can leave mm-hmm. Bakersfield by 4.15. Yeah. You know? And then we weren't getting home till 8, 9 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what were we supposed... When were we supposed to spend any time with our family? And yeah. you want me to do that for free? Yeah, exactly. Because we had to go load up, then leave, unload everything, do our work, load everything back yeah. up, drive home, unload everything. And if we had procedures the next day, we had to put everything away. Yeah, exactly. And clean those stupid probes. Oh, God. Because we didn't even have a fucking RT. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was awful. But the piece to resistance, if that's how you say it. <laughs> sounded authentic. I love that. Did it yeah. sound like I was French? You did. Was that French? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you sounded foreign. I sounded foreign. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> so the piece to resistance was when, um, was when he told everybody that I was trying to commit suicide. Oh my fucking god yeah. that was the worst i was ready to quit that day yeah and it wasn't well i'm all i'm not trying to make it about me mm-hmm. but that was really fucked up that day yeah it was an awful day i mean it's really shitty for you because he just exposed your fucking shit to everyone you weren't trying to commit suicide that no, day I wasn't. but then it had i had to come clean because 
I didn't have a shocked look on my face. And my first thing was, he asked, does she have any family here? And I said, her mom lives in Fresno. I can try to find out her mom's number and give her a call. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, who's known about this? And I was like, didn't say anything. Okay, so let's like back up and give everybody what happened. God. So this happened. I had, okay, so Dale and I had broken up. And I was having a terrible time. I legit wanted to commit suicide. Thankfully, I didn't. But my our boss, our director of nursing, knew about this because I had reached out to her. Because mm-hmm. as a nurse, you know, like these these feelings are not normal. No. And so I had reached out to her. She, long story short, she ended up giving me two weeks off, paid. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was wonderful. Best two weeks of my life <laughs> right but the only people who knew in the entire company were, were me denise and, and another lady. another nurse yeah uh in madera those are yeah madera no merced those Either were way. the only those are the only three people that knew and i did not tell nobody yes and denise all. swears up and down she didn't tell nobody and she said that i forget what her name is the other lady yeah the other girl she she wouldn't have said anything either. Anyways, so I it was my very first day back, and it was a Tuesday, and we were going to Visalia. And I also have this pain that I would get, like, every few weeks on my lower right side of my abdomen. And I was seeing my doctor for it, and she, you know, they did ultrasounds and x-rays and all these things, and couldn't find the reason for my pain well I started having that pain that day and it was to the point where I was like huddled over you were almost in tears yeah it, I was in so much pain I, and I had taken a good amount of medication to try to help it nothing helped. and nothing helped and so I finally told the doctor I was like, hey, I got to go to the hospital. Like, I've been having this pain. Mind you, he knew about the fucking pain because I had complained about it a few weeks prior yeah, to and him. Yeah, he gave me medication. And he gave it. me medication. Like, a sh- he gave me a shot. You actually gave me the shot. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, did an assessment and thought that maybe it was some something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Like, I was like, okay, well, do you mind if I take the van and I'll go and that way, like, they can check me out and then I can come right back. And he was like, no, we'll have somebody to drive you. Okay, cool. So get in the car with this girl and she goes, are you okay? And I told her what was going on. I was like, but I feel really bad because, like, I was off for two weeks and they struggled and this is my first day back and now I'm, like, out again. And she goes, well, why were you out for two weeks? Were you on vacation? I was like, no, like, you know, my husband and I are, like, splitting up and like I just was going through a lot of mental health stuff and I felt like I needed to commit myself Mm -hmm. meaning I needed to commit myself to a psychiatric facility that's what I meant by that yes and she goes oh my god Leah I'm so sorry that's awful like you know I feel bad whatever so she drops me off mind you I'm not in tears I'm not like everything's fine I'm just happy to be at the hospital because I'm having this legit pain and I'm hoping that they can figure it out and then I get a call from you and this is where my part this is comes where her in. part comes in so doctor comes up to me Kelly and Laura and he tells us sorry this is so funny because I'm picturing it <laughs> You were in the car, hysterical, talking about how you wanted to kill yourself, how you didn't want to live anymore. And he asked, does she have any family nearby that can come stay with her? Again, I knew what she was going through two weeks prior. So, of course, I'm freaking out. And I'm like, I know her mom lives here. I can call her, get her mom's number. So this way, if she can't get a hold of her mom, we can get her mom down here and everything. So as soon as doctor walks away, because he told me, yes, go ahead, call her and do that. Laura and Kelly look at me and I look at them and they're like, what the hell is going on? So I kind of had to tell them what the hell was going on because we were all concerned about you. You know, yeah, you'd only been there for what, a month? Mm -hmm. But you're still our friend. We still literally spent all fucking day with you. Why would we not like you? So... I mean, there are some that we didn't like, but (laughs) 
So I call you and you're like, hey, what's up? And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I tell you everything that just happened right now and you're pissed. I was so fucking mad. I was so mad. Mm-hmm. I was so mad because like I had actually gone through that like two weeks prior and for him to just spread that like really irritated me really fucking irritated me and so I get off the phone with you and I call Denise our director of nursing and I tell her and she's livid too mm-hmm. she's so mad and she goes I will call you back Lo and behold, she calls the doctor. Yep. He had a patient in the room. You were writing on the board. No, I was going in to tell him, doctor, can I talk? So I was going in and I said, doctor, can I talk to you to let him know that it was all just a big misunderstanding that um, that girl that you had talked to got it wrong, which we'll get to that part in a second. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and I'm like, oh, doctor, can I talk to you? His phone rings. He has her on speaker. She said, take me off speaker. And he's like, why? And she said, take me off speaker. So she took him off or he took her off speaker and was talking to her, hung up. And like you said, the RT was in the room. The patient was on the bed. The um, MA who was doing the record keeping was in the room. I was in the room and the girl you had talked to was standing outside the door. And he turns around to me and he says, who the fuck called her? And I'm just looking at him like, you fucking told me to call her. And he turns around and he goes, you fucking big mouth. Why did you go and tell her I said that? And I looked at him and I said, because you fucking told me. I didn't say fucking. I said, because you told me to call her. And that's what I did. And he's like, well, well, I didn't mean right now. And I just turned around and walked away because I have never wanted to spit on somebody before. But that's the only thing I can think of was to spit in his stupid fucking face. Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. Yes. And then she, Dale actually calls me around the same time as all this is happening. And so I tell him, and he's livid too. Mm -hmm. He's like, you need to quit. This is awful. You shouldn't have to put up with this stress, blah, 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 blah. And then Denise is calling me back, and I tell him, you know, let me call you back. And so she tells me, you know, HR is going to be calling you. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay. And then... After doctor yelled at me, I talked to, I can't remember her name, the girl who drove you. I talked to her and, um, told her everything that was going on. And she's like, that is not what I said. And that is not what Leah told me. And everything you said you told her is exactly what she repeated back to me word for word. Mm -hmm. And then she said, all I said was Dr. Lags, when Leah comes back, be nice to her because she is going through some stuff right now. That's all she said to him. And then I go and call you and tell you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I'm even more mad because I'm like, what the fuck is happening? What is happening? And it finally hits me that he is the one that did all of it. Took it out of fucking proportion. Yeah. And that was before I talked to HR. And so when I tell HR what happens and they're like, well, we're going to talk to whatever her name was. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk to her. And I said, I don't think it was her. No. Oh, yeah, it was her. It was her. They kept blaming her. And I was like, it's they're not, not gonna her. Blame, well, they're not going to blame Dr. Him. Lags. Yeah, Even it's if his company. he's the one who fucking took you mm-hmm. to the hospital and came back and told everyone, they'd be like, no, it wasn't Dr. Lags. Who else did you tell? Oh, yeah. you told Denise? It was Denise, wasn't it? We're going to write her up. Yeah. That's exactly what they would do. Because they did write her up. Yeah. I remember that. That's so sad. Yeah, and I remember yeah. going back to her and, like, talking to her and, I'm like, I'm so sorry that this happened. She goes, I'm sorry. She goes, I feel so, so bad. for both you guys. It was super awkward. But, but yeah, that was probably like one of the worst moments ever. For, and for me to have to go through that during that time point in my life mm-hmm. is just horrendous. And because you weren't, I, I'm going to put you on blast. You weren't out of it. No, it, I wasn't. Again, it was two weeks. You're not going to heal that fast yeah. to have to relive that feeling from two weeks ago all over again and not only that to have all these fucking people know that you have to come back to work and see again i'm the only one who knew i didn't tell nobody Mm -hmm. nobody well i don't even think anybody asked and if they did ask i would have been like you guys everybody knew you guys were having issues Mm -hmm. i would just told them she's having issues right now yeah you know and we all have been there we've all had issues with our marriage at our job so we all understood yeah yeah it was 
god now i'm like thinking about it and it's pissing me off (laughs) but yeah he horrible fucking doctor he was and And he he was was the owner person he was the owner that's what I'm telling you. He would like ask you to your face, do you think I'm the best doctor you've ever worked with? And it's like, you want to say no, you're not, but you want to keep your job because he's such a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. You weren't there. That one time me and Megan were sitting in the break room and he's on the phone with Brian, who was a driver and did so much for this company. And he was talking to Brian and he was yelling at Brian and saying, oh, you didn't do this. And I told you to do that. And I told you to do this. And I told you to do that. And he's like, no, you didn't. I did exactly what you fucking told me to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're just a fucking asshole, Brian. And Brian goes, don't talk to me like that. Yeah. And he was like, I'll talk to you however the fuck I want. You know what? You hand in your resignation right fucking now. That's it. You're done. He hung up, called HR. And everyone's going to have to listen to this on like a low volume. I know. Called, Sorry, everybody. <laughs> called HR and was like, that you give Brian his exit papers now. He's no longer with this company. I don't want him coming back anymore. Blah, blah, blah. The very next day we go to Madeira and he's like, yeah, did you guys hear what happened? Brian quit. I don't know why he quit, but I offered him more money to stay. And he just is like, no, I don't want to stay. So he quit. And me and Megan are looking at each other like, are you? Are you serious? You were literally standing behind us. Mm-hmm. Literally. And after you hung up the phone, you told him, you told us what an asshole he is. But yet he quit. Mm-hmm. Right. It makes no sense. No. It, it's zero. He sense. was so shitty to his employees, too. Yeah. He was he was a horrible fucking person. Horrible. The but- only good thing about him is he bought his lunch. Yeah. And it was always Subway, though. Oh, God, I fucking hate a Subway. I have not ate Subway since. I think I've had it, like, twice. Because Riley likes Subway. I know. (laughs) Riley, you need to find a different sandwich shop. Well, you know what, though? At least when I go to Subway, I can order my own fucking sandwich. And I don't have to get the same fucking shit over and over every two weeks. It's so gross. It's so gross. But, yeah, it's... I fucking hated that guy. I hated him. He was the worst. He would even talk shit about his wife. Mm-hmm. And, and his how kids. She was stupid. Yeah. Like, how can you be married to somebody like that? But if you're ever, like, wondering a little bit of, like, what we mean by this doctor, you can definitely, like, listen to Dr. Death. Because yes. they have very similar personalities. Not saying that Dr. Lags like, killing anybody. Because as far as we know, he didn't. I mean. But. <laughs> but. I mean, it was just awful. It was awful. But, yeah, he he made so many mistakes. He tried to, like, if a patient complained, called and complained, he would say, oh, no, 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 no. That's an old injury. Or that's from this. Or, or they should have done another this. Doctor. Or it was another doctor. Yeah. Well, one time, he hated doing discograms. Now, discograms are where they will draw your blood, spin it, and then take the plasma out of it. And then they inject, inject it into, like, the spaces between your disc. Mm-hmm. So, he hated doing Is that doing the same it. as, like, a PRP? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he hated doing them because they didn't, truthfully, they didn't work. Everybody left in more pain and would come back because it didn't work. So I remember one day a patient came in and he was a discogram and the patient's standing there and I put the patient on the scale. Doctor walks down the hallway and he goes, is that that discogram? And I said, yes. He goes, Tom, get the fuck out of here. I'm not doing it. And I just looked at the patient. The patient looked at me and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, what are you supposed to say? Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. How about that one time where you, like, was you or Kelly who came up to a doctor and was like, you know, we don't have a scale, but he's saying that he's over 400 pounds or something like that. Yeah, it was in Visalia, and he said he was like 430. The operating table was only like 330 pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's... And then he came He came back, and I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something along the lines of, he's not fat or that no, fat or... No, he goes, he doesn't look 400 pounds. Yeah, that is what he said. Yeah, and Kelly was so embarrassed. Because mm-hmm. she didn't even, like, she didn't really mention it to the patient. She just was like, oh, like, I don't know if he'll fit on the table. 
you know, being secretive about Mm -hmm. it, not trying to embarrass the patient, nothing. And when he came back and he said that, there was other patients in the same room doing pre-op. God, he is such an asshole. But if anything, this is a lesson to everybody. Is to look on healthgrades.com mm-hmm. and check out your doctors. Or even on Indeed, sometimes when yeah. you apply for a job, they, not all of them, but some of them um, offer like reviews from mm-hmm. past employees. Yeah. And I remember when we were almost not there anymore and you looked at the reviews <laughs> and, and they, they were, were awful recent. and they were recent. Like, yeah. don't work at this place. No. Like, when we did have our days with no procedures, they were fun days. They were fun Not going to lie. Like, yeah. we would sometimes just sit and there And honestly, on phone. like, procedures in Bakersfield were not that bad, like, no. either. But still. You yeah. remember that patient that, um, that, uh, he, he was the last patient for the day or, like, towards the end, and he was like, I came and I, I'm... In more pain than I fucking walked in. Blah, 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 Is blah. he the one who said he's been shot? Uh-huh. And we don't want to know why he's yeah. been shot. <laughs> Maybe that's why I reacted so harshly to the homeless man. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, and then that homeless guy that is... <laughs> oh, there. God. Get out! Get out! I know, we don't, we're like, we're calling the cops, you gotta get out of here. Yeah. God. But yeah, that was a interesting job. I'll never forget it. No. Ever. But I mean, I met some great people. We still yeah. talk to, I don't talk to everybody, but you know, it yeah, is what we it talk is. to the main people, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, yeah, it, God, yeah, I'm more selective now for sure. I'm very thankful for my job now. Me too. I love the job I work at. I mean, I still have issues because my last two jobs the doctor would yell at me for little things. Everything would be my fault. That's how it was, you know, working with lags. Everything was your fault. Nothing was his fault. Mm-hmm. And same thing with that doctor that I worked with prior. Everything was my fault. Nothing was her fault. So it's like even yeah. now, I remember one time, um, I didn't know we weren't allowed to schedule new patients on Friday. And I was so excited. I scheduled a new patient. And Trish was like, oh, no, we don't schedule new patients. Tell me why my heart sank. And I was like, damn, now he's going to fucking scream at me. Because I scheduled a new patient. That's really sad. Yeah, and I still have that sometimes. And like, like I took PS- PTSD. Yeah. And I know that sounds so dumb, but it really is. And that's what I told Trish. There are times when I mess up and I'm fucking terrified to tell doctor mm-hmm. because I don't want him to scream at me. And she goes, I can tell you right now, he's in the 14 years that I've known him. He has never screamed at an employee. That's crazy. I was like, great. I'm going to be the first. No. Right. <laughs> but I'm getting a lot better because he's so sweet. And I don't make a lot of mistakes. And there are mm-hmm. mistakes that I didn't know because I don't, you know, I just started working there. Like the whole no pa- new patients on Friday. I didn't know that. So I am getting a lot better now with like mistakes. And I'll just tell him and he's fine with it. But yeah, that's, <laughs> it's just sad that that's the, the world that we live in right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably will never change. But still, I'm just thankful for the doctor I work with, too. Me, too. I love... Well, you've met my doctor, too. Yeah, he's he's a sweetheart. He's a sweet person. He's a sweetheart. You'd like my doctor, too. He's the best. Well, even the owner of the company sounds great. She's amazing, too. Yeah. I'm very, very lucky. I have a question. Mm -hmm. So when you become an MP, are you going to work for Hoffman? Can you work for Hoffman as Mm -hmm. an MP? Would you? Or have, do you think you would branch out? We have three of them. Um, It really depends. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just be wondering because I know you re- Okay, Benji. I, I know you really like working there. I want to specialize in like pediatric adult ER. Mm-hmm. And like right now, like my goal as in like going into like getting my RN, I want to do flight nursing. What's so, that? So that's where, you know how Hall Ambulance has... A helicopter. Oh, okay, okay. There's nurses on those helicopters. So, like, going from Bakersfield to Fresno's Valley Children's Hospital. Yeah, or, like, oh, um, cool. well, I, like that, trauma, trauma type stuff. So, mm-hmm. it's, like, there was a huge major car crash off of Taft Highway. Like, the ambulances aren't going to get from Taft Highway to KMC, you yeah. know, quickly. So, they send out the helicopter 
and the helicopter will pick them up and take them to KMC. Like wow, that's part of that's, their job. I've never knew that. I, yeah, that I've just learned something new today. It's literally badass. Like that those nurses cool. are probably the best nurses. They have to be on their I game. can see you doing it. Yeah. I really can. Like see? I'm not just saying that because we're friends. Like if I met you and like if we go back to January when we first met in our first week of working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could see you doing that. Yeah. You are that type of person. Yeah. And I keep I keep telling everybody because everybody's like, well, where do you want to work when you become an RN? And I always tell everybody, I want to be ER or flight nursing. Like, and probably both, to be quite honest <laughs> with you. Like, I would love to do both of those. And yeah, I could see you doing it. Yeah. I think it would be awesome. And especially with like my pediatric experience, mm-hmm. they take kids too. You know, so it'd be nice to, that I have that pediatric experience. But yeah, I cannot wait to finish. No, I can't. I could totally see you doing that. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. God, that's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait I, to hear the stories. Yeah. We're well, putting it out there. You're doing it. You're doing, doing it. I'm doing it. Any hooser. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, it was nice talking to you guys and follow us on all of our social media. Um girls at lunch podcast on On instagram facebook tiktok TikTok. we don't Mm -hmm. have a twitter and um our gmail yep gmail.com and we hope you guys enjoyed us bitching about our past job (laughs) and it was like long overdue it's great because we worked there together yeah so we did you know it's not just like one person bitching about their job but yeah but we hope you guys enjoyed it and we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.